With the inception and traction that blockchain and crypto has gathered, the world is possibly on the verge of the largest evolution since the mainstream of the internet. Given the fluidity and dynamic nature of this technology, business leaders, enthusiasts, and veterans all need to band together to navigate the current and upcoming storms. Participants in Web 3.0 want a trusted resource that gives them pertinent information about projects, tokens, technology, and businesses. We are business people talking the business of crypto. We are Y Whales. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Y Whales, wherever you are. Uh, thank you so much, and, and uh, hope you're having a fabulous new year already right off the bat. Uh, so today we have a really interesting guest with Skinflip. Uh, Lotto has been in and around uh, the, 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 the metaverse and kind of NFT blockchain game for a while. Um, but rather than me kind of massacre this intro, Lotto, let's, you know, who are you and, and, and what was your first kind of exposure to, to crypto and, and NFTs? All right. Hi, everyone. So, yeah, my name is Lado. Um, I come from Slovenia. And the first time I was actually exposed to Bitcoin was in 2012. Um, there was a friend who just like sold the idea to me. And I said, okay, okay, you, you, have to, you can stop. Here's, a, here's 100 euros, buy it for me. And he said, no, like, do it yourself. And I, okay. That's it. <laughs> All right. So four years later, uh, 2016, uh, the, the same friend, you know, said like, yo, uh, you're looking for a job? Want to wanna start working uh, at a crypto exchange? So I said, okay. I mean, I probably the entire 2016 year, I, um, let's say, explored, uh, read a lot about blockchain, Bitcoin, Ethereum was popular back then. And started working as a customer support agent for uh, GitHub. So that's how my crypto journey started. Um, basically got a promotion about three to four times every year, uh, worked myself up, myself up to uh, project and product manager there. Um, <clears throat> and even, you know, got a, got a big raise um, uh, doing market making for this, this, this same exchange. Were, were you, uh, what were you investing in back then? Were you, were you focused on investing or were you just kind of actively collecting fiat? Um, no, no, actually like, um, I even, uh, I even negotiated, you know, like to receive part of my paycheck, uh, in crypto. So in 2016 and 2017, uh, it was a, a percentage of every, uh, currency we traded on the exchange. So yeah, that's how, uh, that's how uh, my portfolio of uh, cryptocurrencies uh, basically. Uh, that's that's, that's a very that's a very good way to do it, especially when you're being exposed at the uh, yeah. at the exchange level. Yeah, exactly. Like um, it's it was easier for for both of us. So and then again, like the uh, a part of my pay- paycheck was of course also in uh, in uh, fiat, but uh, like uh, <laughs> uh, I even I think I had like a, like a strict plan on how to invest. Um, uh, like I never even considered investing into stocks, for instance, uh, since I was so involved in crypto, you know, I like this from morning to, 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 to the, to evening, like just coin telegraph, coin desk, like every new news article that popped up, like I was probably the first one to read it. Um, and yeah, so, uh, one, once I saw like, a Something I, I liked, uh, I invested into it with my with part of my paycheck. I think it was about eighty percent. 
at that time. Yeah, um, <clears throat> I mean, I pulled out in uh, 2018, you know, once after the crash, unfortunately. But it was still, you know, if you invested from 2016 to 2018, prices were still very, very profitable. So, yeah, and you know, let's also be clear. Back in 18, it was like that was a good run. Crypto had its chance. We'll see. We'll see what's coming next because all this is done. I mean, it was. It was. You know, the winter was down for a while. So. Um, but you know, you had been in it for a while. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't even compare the spaces now, like, uh, 2018 to 2021, for instance, like, uh, why crypto, I, why crypto was so successful in 2017 is just because on an infrastructure level, you know, cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency exchanges became a lot more user friendly. Um, and that's what brought in the masses, basically. I mean, the, the pumps helped a lot too, but, you know, onboarding was became a lot easier than it was uh, uh, years before once, you know, when basically you could, there were, you know, no clear front ends to, with which you can operate and buy crypto on. So it, it, no, you're, you're very true because when you think about people today that are onboarding onto things like Coinbase or Kraken or, or even any of the other, you know, FTM or, or crypto.com, you know, they don't realize what it was, you know, back in, in 14 and 15. And, you know, my first exposure was, was way back in, you know, 2000, 2010, 11, um, with, with Bitcoin. And, and I, all I remember was it looked like a DOS program. Yeah, uh, to use the wallet, and it was entirely, you know, just very convoluted, and there was no no message boards really that were were clear about what it was. So, I mean, you're right; it, it, the ICO boom was was kind of in full swing. Everyone was dropping a coin, which is very similar to I think today what we'll talk about in a bit, which is the the NFT boom um, of everyone dropping stuff and, and a lot of a lot of FOMO in the air. Um, FOMO definitely helps, but like I mentioned, you know, the the industry as a whole matured. Uh, through crypto friendly, uh, through customer friendly, um, front ends, basically, you know, also KYC is a lot easier now, you know, uh, even basically putting in a trade and buying your first crypto is a lot easier than it was even in 2016 or 17. Um, like I traded on trading on Kraken in 2016 and 17 was almost like impossible. Like, uh, the website crashed so many times, like you, <laughs> you didn't even know what was, what was happening. You reloaded the site like multiple times and still no crypto, just fiat. <laughs> it, that's, that doesn't sound too different than some days <laughs> lately. Um, as these, the exchanges still have issues and still do go down. Yeah. I mean, the currently like traf, the traffic, uh, cryptocurrency exchanges are experiencing is abnormal. So like uh, there's probably no there's probably no website in the world like that can compare to cryptocurrency exchanges you know just massive loads of traffic like coming in in basically a second and you can, the the infrastructure has to handle all of that um and they're used to you know just like I don't know they were used to handling I don't know a couple thousand users probably and now you have now you have millions yeah, and even on the large scale, I think that you're you're entirely correct. There's a there's a different 
metric of which crypto exchanges have to deal with than say, you know, Amazon or, or the stock exchange, you know, Amazon controls all their servers. They, they know when someone pushes a button, they can control if it's not fast enough, they can speed that up. Um, they, they really can control that user experience and, and, you know, measure the metrics. Um, if Ethereum is just running incredibly slow, which is where coin, you know, Coinbase's ECR 20 based coins, if Ethereum is running insanely slow, there's not much that, that, that any of these exchanges can do to just to make it faster. Yeah. I mean, the, again, Ethereum has its flaws. Um, it's, it was basically the first, you know, uh, the first blockchain that offered smart contracts, you know, they started the revolution, the financial revolution, I like to say, but, um, at, at current prices and in, in current times, like, Ethereum is really not user friendly. Why the price stays up is because NFT mints are still profitable, <laughs> and uh, NFT, uh, let's say, uh, buys sells are also very profitable. There's a lot of FOMO still in the air. A lot of uh, if you're joining the NFT boom now, you're actually late. I think um, since you know, it all started in 2020. The in December or November was the, you know, the first indicators, you know, like we have something here. Um, if you're joining now, you're basically just, you know, joining because of FOMO and nothing else. There's, uh, and again, even people that are FOMOing are making profits. So I think that's one of the major, you know, uh, things that's keeping the Ethereum price up and well, the entire crypto prices up. So. Are you uh, what are you um, in any of the big projects, uh, punks or apes or any of those th- types of things? Uh, no, actually, uh, I was in. Well, I'm probably ex- the most I'm exposed of is in uh, Gods Unchained. So that's uh, that used to be an Ethereum project, but they moved uh, to a sidechain uh, to a layer two that they built themselves, Immutable. That's yep. a 2018 project. Um, I never really bought PFP projects, so profile picture projects, um, because I never saw uh, basically a use case for them. Um, I mean, my profile pictures are pretty good, I think, (laughs) of myself, so (laughs) just joking. Um, But um, I did did buy uh, like a a blue chip PFP project uh, that's on Solana, that's uh, Degenerate Apes. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have it on my Twitter as a profile picture. Um, I actually just bought it, you know, just to see like what what's this about. And I was surprised that like there's a lot of content and a lot of like uh, alpha information going on in these uh, private Discord servers. Um, the community is like really engaged. Like they offer, you know, they they help you. They uh, offer advice. Uh, they talk about crypto, NFTs, sports, you name it, like basically everything. And um, it's really like, it's a community thing. Uh, PFP projects, and I, th- I believe board apes or even punks are the same, you know, like the, the, the value of the information that's being shared in these private groups just for the community um, of that, that owns like their, uh, their NFTs is like, is immense. Like you can't put a price a price on it, so that's why they're worth ten k, one hundred k, or even more. Um, really, the information is so valuable. You know, they actually analyze every mint in a day that ha- that's, that's happening that same day. Like, or even in front, like uh, well in front. You know, they know what they're going, what the entire 
Discord server is going to mint, which NFT they're going to mint, like, I know, one month ahead. And they prepare for that, you know, they get, they buy, uh, they buy, I know, Ethereum or even Solar or Sol or whatever they need, you know, to buy the NFT. So, um, that's, that's basically how, why PFP projects are successful. And all the subsequent ones are just basically copying board apes, but also succeeding in most part, basically. And, and that's a big, big part of Web3 is community. I mean, I, yeah. I think at the base, you know, cryptocurrency, blockchain, NFTs, you know, metaverse, like all of that is going to slowly be compounded into what, what is your community and which communities do you want to be a part of? Um, and, and that's really part of that entire ecosystem, which, which you're here to talk about with, with Skinflip and how you, you'd like to integrate. So give us a rundown of, of, you know, what you're working on today. All right, so uh, Skinflip was a 2018 idea, so researched and uh, basically designed in the in the bear market. But it was the first year that NFTs like surfaced. You know, people started to to learn about it. Uh, companies started building NFT games and so on. And well, I ca- my background before crypto was uh, trading um, gaming items so that's uh, counter strike global mostly um so you know just skins for uh, different games and knives that are used in the game and so on and you know in 2019 i came across gods and chain as mentioned before you know the first uh, it's a card game so it's a trading card collectible game um very similar to hearthstone um and i s- immediately i saw a business case where uh, users, gamers, players will need a marketplace where they'll trade all gaming assets that can be traded. So that's uh, how we designed Skinflip, a multi-chain marketplace uh, used specific only for gaming items. So we're, the Skinflip will involve both uh, traditional games like Counter-Strike Global, Dota 2 items, uh, and NFT games. Um, we're starting on Solana, which probably has the most, uh, let's say, user-friendly ecosystem, uh, especially for uh, NFT gaming. Uh, There are a lot of gaming titles being developed on there. And the community is actually, you know, the development community is very friendly. So if you need help with anything on Solana, with the blockchain specifics or anything, uh, so, so it, what, uh, on that point, and and um, you know, w- without me uh, <laughs> disclosing my my preferences of chains, um, what was your reason for for not doing Ethereum or one of the side chains? As you just a little bit earlier talked about how um, how prevalent it is, and and really the price of Ethereum is so high because NFTs are, are so popular on those chains. So, what would be the reason to to go on to uh, a chain like Solana? Yeah, so. Like I mentioned, Ethereum is fine. Um, if you're in it just for, you know, just for the mint, you mint out your, uh, your NFT project and get the money and that's it. But if you want to build a product, you need something that's going to be fast and that's going to be cheap. Um, transaction wise. So transactions have to be uh, cheap and fast. So that's why that's the main reason we chose Solana. And the aforementioned reason, of course, the NFT gaming space is very strong on Solana. So even, you know, Solana Ventures and FTX are putting uh, Alameda research and so on. They're putting a lot of money in that. They're investing in NFT gaming. So you can see, you know, that's probably, you know, they, they also know that uh, the future 
for NFTs and the future for uh, cryptocurrencies, uh, blockchain, whatever, is fast, cheap transactions, you know, because it's, it's, it again comes down to user experience. If a gamer makes a transaction in-game or uh, you know, wants to transfer his in-game item, has to wait, let's say, an hour for it uh, or pay uh, $100 for that transaction uh, alone, yeah, he's going to c- go back to traditional gaming where he, you know, where that's... Even though he doesn't own the item, you know, in traditional games, it's still, you know, it's still cheaper for him to, you know, just pay $100 uh, for the game and transact with in-game items for free than, you know, just then paying a couple, uh, I don't know, a couple dollars just to start playing the game and then a couple hundred just to transfer his, his, the items he earned in-game out, so... Yeah, I, I think there's there's no one that's going to argue about the current state of of Ethereum gas fees, um, and and unfortunately, you know, you're a developer, you you entirely understand side chains don't always solve that problem um, because it requires you know a migration of assets, which still burns yeah. gas, um, and and then and then you get to move on the side chain before having to come back onto the main chain. So it's it's a temporary solution at best. Um, in, in the Solana ecosystem, what you, you're talking, you know, very heavily about, um, you know, a great developer uh, environments and and whatnot. And, and Solana is what about 18 months old at this point? Not even. I think they started in 2018, but uh, uh, rolled out in 2019. So. Yeah, right, right around early. I think it was like early twenty. So yeah, probably about you know eighteen to, to twenty two months um, since since they've rolled out, and and clearly they've they've made some strides. What are you seeing? And you know, because there's a number of other sides, you know, alt alt to altcoins um, or level ones out there. What was what was attractive about Solana to you, and how are you actually using that ecosystem? Are you hosting on S three, or are you actually using uh, you know true blockchain hosting? Um, well, at Skinflip, um, Solana is just an integration. So we're basically um, unifying the liquidity we have on our uh, centralized exchange, on our centralized marketplace, and on the decentralized marketplace. So if, uh, let's say, a customer wants to trade uh, their NFTs on Skinflip, he can do it either on the centralized uh, website uh, by creating an account, or he can just plug in his Web3 wallet and start trading as well. So it's the same, like our backend just works in a way that it connects everyone through the through the same wallet system. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, the, the ecosystem for Solana is very friendly. Um, you get a lot of, a lot of uh, development help if you need it. Um, I mean, it's mostly advice, you know, or which doc, uh, documents to look look over and so on. Uh, it's it helps that the developments are not that uh, let's say uh, that large yet. So if you decide to build on it, you know you get instant instant help. If you want to work on Ethereum, you know there's <laughs> there's not a lot of help you can get there um, because like everyone's everyone is building on, on it, so they're already busy. <laughs> yeah. So the, the, these new blockchains offer, you know, a lot of help because they know that only through um, development, developer adoption, they can grow their ecosystem. And uh, so far, I think it's working. So let's let's do a, a deep dive into Skinflip and and you know what is it? Who who's it marketed for? Um, and and when's it coming? Yeah. So Skinflip is a multi-chain uh, gaming NFT marketplace. Um, 
we're basically a web 2.5 web 2.5 company so we're bridging you know uh, the transition from web 2 to web 3 with our uh, marketplace our product uh, we're building a gaming brand uh, as well so um, we're catering to to gamers we want uh, traditional gamers we want web3 gamers all on our marketplace you know for them to have a secure mar- secure place to trade the items they earned and uh we've been building this for over a year now uh and uh prob- we're looking to roll out uh, sometime by end of uh, the second quarter this year um so yeah the marketplace is like i don't know about 70% finished right now uh we still need uh, the Solana integration to work better um but i i mean like uh, the entire team uh, has a lot of experience with blockchain development so i don't think it should be an issue what what's um, the size what's the size of your team right now this the team size is 6 plus 2 advisors um we have, but yeah, we have uh, a lot of like uh, positions already covered. We got uh, development, we got uh, even risk management, f- financial management, uh, brand and web design. Um, we have a top-notch security. <clears throat> um, it's not, uh, like I mentioned, the experience we got from previous uh, jobs, you know, at uh, crypto exchanges really helped us. Uh, we know how, we know uh, <laughs> it taught us, you know, what not to do. <laughs> uh that's uh that's that um and yeah uh with uh with current currently we're also you know planning an nft means so with uh, a skin flip uh, turtle nfts which we're gonna use as a utility uh token on our marketplace and uh, we're also rolling out a, a native token for our exchange um and through that uh, we're looking to raise funds, uh, you know, to add additional developers, to add more to the team, uh, and expand, you know, to speed up the entire process. So, so we just talked about uh, 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 profile picture projects, and we've got a turtle coming. So, yeah. t- talk to us about what the turtle is and, and how that how that operates, and, and what do you and when you say utility, what what types of utilities? Yeah. So the skin flip turtles um, are based on uh, skin flip's mascot. Uh, we never really wanted to have an NFT mint before. You know, we just this started just as a marketplace project. But then once we uh, saw basically the option to offer um, our users something unique, you know, something an NFT with utility that's not just an that's not just art, uh, but it can offer you certain you know benefits and utility on a working product. We said, okay, let's do it. You know, it's a uh, flippy. The turtle was just a mascot before. Now he's the base for our entire NFT collection. And the NFT collection is designed in a way that it will uh, bring its uh, holders um, utility in forms of uh, trading fee reductions on the marketplace, um, passive yield, um, passive uh, emissions of the SFX token, which can be, which can, which again has utility on the marketplace in uh, for uh, buying, selling NFTs. Um, uh, place. And I, that's where I want to jump back to. So yeah. right now on Solana, I'd say Solana is, you know, 
the the largest marketplace of of Solana, you know, and and as with any NFT marketplace, I don't care what chain you're on, ninety eight percent of it is garbage. Um, random, random, you know, generated. You can go on to Fiverr, and for you know a hundred bucks, you can generate ten thousand random I- images that are entirely useless. Um, but but over on on Skinflip, you're you're actually trying to curate these to a certain extent, correct? Yeah, exactly. So um, it's not a free-for-all marketplace. Um, You can't list everything. Um, Every project is almost, it's it's hand-picked by our team. So we go over the um, we go over the the team that developed the game. We go over gameplay. So uh, we intend to uh, um, list only projects um, for which we uh, played games. Uh, and it was entertaining. So that's, that's the main point for any, any game you, you release, you know, it has to be entertaining. You, you have to get sort of addicted to it, um, for it to be successful. Um, also, you know, additional, you know, uh, let's say, uh, security checks, um, um, quality checks, uh, everything will come in play. Um, is the, is the, is the project well funded? You know, what's the, what's the future? What's the roadmap? Um, all that will be considered, considered if you want to be listed on our marketplace. Um, we want to provide only quality project, not like you said, you know, just, uh, <laughs> just some, some Fiverr garbage, basically. <laughs> yeah. Which, which, which is, you know, prevalent and will, you know, always be around, same as there's always meme coins around, uh, yeah. dropping. So, so the utilities of, of, uh, Flippy the Turtle is going to be somewhat similar to, I would say, the, the Bold Badger project. Um, meaning that I, I'm guessing if you have more of the turtles, they, they can be combined and, and to give reduce, extra reduced fees. Um, and, and when is, when is that drop predicted to come? Um, we're dropping the NFTs on the 22nd. Okay. January. Um, and yeah, it's similar to Bold Badgers, uh, but not exactly. Um, stacking more NF, uh, skin flip turtle NFTs will only, uh, increase your, uh, SFX. So the token emissions, okay. uh, and give you more DAO votes. So votes in the DAO. Um, but the trading fee reduction will be entirely based on the rarity of your turtle. So okay. the rarer your turtle, the more trading fee reduction you get. And are, are, are the turtles going to be listed anywhere besides skin flip? Or are you going to, are these going to also be on salon art and, and other, uh, um, Solana well, projects as well? At the moment, Solana, uh, we're not really targeting Solan art. Um, okay. they, I think the, they lost most of their market share to Magic Eden now. Okay. Um, and we're probably going to go there. Um, and Soul C already contacted us. So, um, we have been pre approved by Magic Eden already. So, congrats. <laughs> thanks. Uh, we're probably going to go with that. Um, Solan art has like, a lot of bad publicity recently, so it's not it's not the go to marketplace anymore. I think. It, well, I, I need to revise. Where I haven't bought any NFTs in a few minutes, so I have to go uh, revise my. my yeah, it's, it happened. It happened in the last week. So okay, yeah. So I I was off for the holidays. So yeah. um, so you mentioned a, a token and a DAO. So let, let's 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 kind of give an overview, and I know that that most likely can change uh, as as time goes on. But what what are you guys uh, projecting for right now? Um, all right. Uh, token first. Um, the token, the token's utility is pretty straightforward. So 
it's uh, it will give you it will bring you no trading fees. So if you buy anything on Skinflip or list anything in Skinflip, it's zero fees. So um, everything goes to the to the seller, uh, to the gamer that's selling their items. Um, it's completely you know their decision. They can they will be able to list the item in in Seoul or even USDC. Um, but if they decide to list it in SFX in the Skinflip Exchange token. Zero fees, like I said, the entirety goes to them. If they list in Sol, two percent goes to Skinflip, and that's it. Um, again, uh, we we know that you know most people, um, most gamers will trade in uh, USDC or or Sol or any other currency, um, and that's that's why we uh, actually even designed uh, a buyback and burn system. So for all profits that we receive, so the two percent from every trade. Um, 45% of those uh, profits go back uh, into uh, SFX buyback and burn program and 5% are going to go towards buying back uh, the our NFT turtles and burning them as well so it's also a deflationary NFT collection <laughs> that's well, on the on the DAO front is, yeah. is is it the same tokens or is there another DAO to- governance token you're going to issue uh, the the DAO is going to consist uh, entirely f- uh, of uh, Skinflip Turtle holders. So okay. the, token, the token is not going to be uh, part of it. It's just going to be part um, of the community wallet. Okay, so, so, you, so there's a lot of utility uh, with these turtles. Yeah, we're probably the most utility-driven NFT project out there. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, but I mean, it's the only, it's the only way it makes sense, you know, um, crypto in general and NFTs have to be useful in, in order for them to, you know, work. At least that's how I always envisioned it. Uh, and that's how we built Skinflip, uh, with that in mind, you know, with uh, utility, there's, there's community, there's community engagement and so on. Um, so yeah, the, the, the community wallet is going to consist of uh, SFX tokens, it's going to consist of other tokens as well. And we want to build uh, a DAO that's, that's based on value. So uh, we're not, you know, like the, the typical DAO that just, you know, uses these funds to sweep floors uh, of their own uh, of their own NFTs, you know, we want to, you know, let's let's build some, let's let's buy a Digen Ape together with these funds, or you know, uh, another pro- prospect uh, prospectful project that's that that has uh, utility, that's uh, you know, that's good, um, and so on. And additionally, the DAO will uh, DAO members will decide on certain. Um, decisions regarding the marketplace uh, let's say you know which games are good you know which games to list uh, which blockchains can we add uh, it's all a conversation and uh, decisions will be made based on you know votes we talked a second ago about community and there is uh, just in the last few minutes of you talking you have mentioned this community a lot what's the community today and where do you project it by the end of q Community today, we're just starting, uh, you know, to get some attention right now. Um, I think we have about uh, 3.5k in the Discord right now. Um, we we hold community games every Wednesday and every every Sunday. There's some engagement there, uh, and we provide NFT prizes, of course, from NFT games. <laughs> um, for projections, I mean, 
it it could easily be you know a, a couple I know twenty thirty k. Uh, not sure. Uh, we're bringing in a lot of uh, uh, other gaming projects as well. So as mentioned, we're doing a lot of promos with um, Counter Strike communities and uh, Dota two communities, even Rocket League communities, um, because we want to. First and foremost, we want to be a gaming project, not just an NFT project. We want to, you know, bring everyone on uh, to Skinflip, to our Discord, to our Twitter account, whatever. Just follow us um, because these customers, these uh, members will convert to users on of our marketplace in the end. Uh, that's how we want to drive, you know, the, from, from, uh, from other communities, gather them on Skinflip and then drive them to the marketplace. And you have a lot going on. So you mentioned a, a number of traditional games that are that are not NFT based yet. Do do you have? Is there any information that any of those are going to integrate NFTs um, in the future? Or what are your first kind of true games that you're targeting that that will have NFT tradable assets? Um. Well, for these traditional games, I don't think they'll uh, incorporate NFTs anytime soon or even at all. Uh, the the model they have uh, right now, so a closed economic model, is working for them. Um, it's proven time and time again. You know they're making millions like this. So um, I don't think they'll incorporate NFTs anytime soon. Uh, what I'm mostly looking for is new games. You know, new game developers that are putting out games um, with NFTs. Uh, there was a uh, a drop, an NFT mint um, this week called, uh, oh, last week, sorry, uh, called Monkey Ball, for instance. That was, you know, that's huge and huge VC funding, uh, a lot of developers, uh, the art looks really great, um, game clips also. Uh, so Monkey Ball is definitely uh, a project I'm, I'm looking at. Uh, once they launch, I think it's going to be like, you know, it's a, uh, it's monkeys. It's uh, so it's crypto NFTs and it's football, uh, soccer. Sorry, <laughs> uh, and yeah, you know the audience is like is is big. Um, they're also targeting you know the esports market as well with it. Uh, the tokenomics are really good. Uh, that's one. That's one game. Um, another one is even uh, Mini Royale. Also, um, both are based on Solana. <laughs> so. Um, it's probably that's why I'm a little bit biased, you know, since I'm involved with Solana, the Solana community. But yeah, um, all you know, Mini Real already has a working game. It's pretty simple. It's a first-person shooter. It's a it's a browser game, so you can anyone can probably run it on their their laptop, and it's fun. You know, you got you can already use your skins that you can buy on the on the secondary market and just plug in your wallet and use it in the in the game. They also have a play-to-earn program already in set. You know, you complete missions and they drop you skins for for weapons or or your character. Um, it's and, a, and they're and they're using a traditional or a, a true Web three integration, yeah. meaning that you're you're logging in with your wallet. That's your login. Your character and, and your your stats are all saved on your on in this case on your Solana wallet. Is that actually, correct? Actually, actually no. Um, the way it works, uh, you log in with uh, just a username, password, mm-hmm. and you, and then after that, you connect your wallet. Okay. Yeah. So that's it. Um, stats are probably all. I mean, running, running a game on blockchain is. I don't think any blockchain can do it. <laughs> no, uh, and there's no need for it. It's not the yeah. correct use. 
Exactly. Uh, blockchain should just, you know, cover the financial part or the economic part of it, you know, just transfers, trading, and so on. Um, and games, you know, games can, games can work, games work, uh, good just the way, you know, they, they have forever. So, uh, centralized servers and everything. I agree too. So, so Lado, you, you've been around, you know, blockchain and, and crypto for quite a while and, and really from a perspective that most don't, which is on the exchange level and, and the expectations that clients would have, um, in cryptocurrencies, which I'm sure a majority of people are very, um, have kind of a little bit too much rose colored glasses when they're thinking this is always going to go up, things are going to go. How, how are you kind of envisioning, um, the, the questions, comments, and concerns that the new generation of, of NFT traders, gaming traders are going to have with, with SkinFlip? How are you going to kind of manage those? Not, they didn't understand when they gave away their seed key. They didn't understand what they did. What, what's your thoughts on those? Mm, well, the, the user base for cryptocurrencies, NFTs, and so on, like it's, it's actually, it's, it's evolving. Um, the, the newer, the newer generations know a lot more, you know, they're completely, <laughs> they're, they're digital people. They're, I mean, I don't know, like what a five year old already have, five or five year olds already have. And then I don't know, 14 year olds already, you know, know about blockchain. They know about crypto. Statistics show that, uh, you know, the, let's say, um, I think, um, uh, 18 year olds, are more likely to invest in crypto than in stocks already. So um, it's a huge indicator, you know. Like uh, and these uh, these newer generations, they they live on. They, they live digitally. That's why metaverse is uh, the metaverse thing. You know, started to pop to pop off recently because um, the new because it just makes sense. Like the the future is digital. And that, and that, and that's it. Um, in regards to safety, you know, just uh, giving away your seed or, and so on. I think the newer generations are also a lot more careful, you know, because the more story in the stories we heard, you know, in 2017, it was, you know, like, uh, they didn't know what they were doing. Uh, uh they shared their seed, seed phrases with everyone, uh, because, uh, I know somebody called them about it. Uh, and so on, like that's, that's problems that are not gonna be as frequent in the future. At least I think so. You know, the, the education materials, the, the safety protocols and so on are so much more, um, uh, yeah, and visible. You know, uh, when you enter a crypto exchange, so when you register for, there are like how many, how many pop-ups you get for just for security. Right. Yeah. So already, or native wallets, you know, MetaMask, or even uh, any other, or Phantom, whatever. Like there, before you generate a wallet, you get numerous uh, pop-ups. You know, just you know, don't share this with anyone. Uh, just write it, write it down on a piece of paper and put it in a safe. Right. That's very, very, very true. So you 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 brought up the word that we've been I've been waiting to to talk about for a minute. So let's talk about the metaverse. 
Um, clearly, and, and we all are very upset that uh, Zuckerberg has stolen the name Metaverse. Um, cause, and I have not heard a good replacement for it yet, so we're still stuck with it for a minute. What, what's your vision over the next you know, uh, two, to, two to five years of, of what the environment that SkinFlip will be working in, as well as just where does that evolve to? Is it, is it browser-based games? Is it the, you know, VR? Or what, what is the metaverse going to look like? And, and where's kind of the prevalent, um, well, group gonna be? that's, that's a great question. And I think that metaverse is going to be everywhere. So, um, we all know how much screen time, uh, youngsters devote, uh, <laughs> Uh, to games, to interacting with each other, and so on. So I think that's those numbers are gonna are gonna get higher in the coming years. So everything, like even let's say if we redo a podcast like r- we're doing right now in five years, it's gonna be in the metaverse. You know, my uh, <laughs> uh, my metaverse character and your metaverse character are gonna meet. You know, in the same room in a virtual reality and talk it out, you know, just, uh, and then we'll go to a metaverse bar and chat there, you know, just, it's going to be private. Whereas the podcast is going to be public. Uh, and I don't know, it can be a whole stadium in the metaverse that's watching our podcast and listening and listening to us, you know, talk about, uh, how we predicted this five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you really are, are very, are very bullish on the fact that we are going to enter a different world. Um, are, are you bullish on the VR or is it, it's a traditional screen time? Um, I'm bullish on, yeah, on VR. That's, I mean, it's, I think with my background, you know, I was a gamer before, you know, uh, and, well, and VR gaming is definitely the future. So, and VR interaction is also, is part of that future. I think, you know, meetings, uh, people won't go to offices anymore because they'll be able to, you know, go into, go to the office from their home, you know, in the meta. Um, I'm very bullish on, on this. Uh, VR is definitely going to take over. Um, just, you know, even currently the, let's say, this uh, VR experience that you can have, you know, in uh, gaming centers or, you know, just uh, Oculus at home. Like it's, if you just try it, you know, that like the the newer generations, they're going to love it. They're going to want to spend, you know, their entire life in it. Why? Well, uh, it, it may sound a little far-fetched, but like virtual reality is, especially in these years, you know, it's, it looks a lot better than real life, right? That is that's a very good saying. Um, we, we recently did an interview with uh, HTC, who makes the Vive and a number of others. And uh, we talked uh, quite a bit at, at length about, you know, Web 1, Web 2, and, and, and Web 3. And uh, there was a very interesting statement that they made, and, and that podcast should be live here soon if it's not already. And that was prior to Web 1, people could never imagine spending four to five hours a day in front of a computer, but they did. And prior to Web 2, people could never have envisioned spending four to five hours a day, not talking on the phone, but just staring at a screen on, on your phone. And, and they very much are, are saying that, you know, in web three, you'll spend four to five hours a day in, in virtual reality, um, and not really think anything of it. And, and, you know, the current form factors currently have to change and there's a lot that has to be done. Um, but, but I think it, it perfectly positions skin flip, 
um, for for that type of environment because you know clearly there's going to be a, a variety of different games and a, vi- and a variety of different metaverses or or environments. Um, but but cryptocurrency and and blockchain technology is is integral uh, in, into the uh, the Web three movement. So yeah, I mean, like I'm on the. I'm actively on the hunt, you know, for VR games that are gonna that are gonna that are gonna incorporate NFTs because SkinFlip is gonna like integrate immediately. Like we want VR games, so VR NFTs that are used as game items. You no, know, that's that's the first thing. Like SkinFlip will be the first to list that on the marketplace and offer it uh, to the general public. All right. Um, so, so with with no financial advice given, what's your top three projects you're staring at right now? Uh, NFTs. Uh, or, ver- metaverses. There's oh, a lot meta- of them. Oh, well, I still have to go with the OG ones. So, Sandbox, Decentraland, and oof, Portals. That's Portals. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Portals. okay. It's a new project. It's on Solana. Looks really cool. Um, uh, you know, from the sneak peeks. Uh, but it's on Solana. Very, very cool. So, um, anything else you're staring at? Are you are you an NFT uh, trader collector of any of other projects that you've been active in? Oh um, well, since starting Skinflip, <laughs> um, I I haven't really in, uh, invested much time in any other project. Um, but um, like I mentioned before, like Monkey Ball, uh, Mini Royale. Um, there's also a project on Ethereum called uh, Evaverse, which is uh, already a working game in their metaverse. You know, okay. and you can race around with hoverboards. <laughs> um, what else? Advocate for community tokens, and you're an advocate for community NFTs. Uh, yeah. as the turtle. So um, as, as a thanks for you coming on uh, our, our show, we want to give you our community NFT. Um, and you get to choose because we have a whole bunch of them. So if you can if you can see my screen, yeah. um, you, these are all three D generated whales. Uh, we don't have we don't do turtles yet, uh, but these are our whales. They are uh, ready to go in any metaverse uh, that accepts these these tokens, and and will up, continue to upgrade the models that are there. Uh, so you can actually just pick. Uh, here's a Solana one for you. Yeah, I want that one. Um, you, want, you want the Solana one? Absolutely. <laughs> so, so these are uh, these are on Polygon and Ethereum. We're going to go ahead and drop you one, um, right. and Solana will be uh, will be yours. And I hope to see it integrated into a, a skin flip here uh, very soon. Yeah, those are those are really cool. Like, <laughs> I like the animation. <laughs> yeah, no. So we actually uh, we have multiple generations of these coming. Um, you know, this is this is our community. So Y whales, we are a Web three community. Uh, we utilize these as our tokens. Um, way that we recognize each other. We have specific ones that are these are dropped uh, to members. Members only can get the Y whale, uh, and they're mm-hmm. actually locked into the members' wallets, so they cannot be traded. They cannot be sold. Uh, they're kind of stuck in there, um, which is again the utility of of that we don't hear about a lot in NFTs that you can do. Uh, the rest of these can all be sold. They can be minted. Um, we have a whole bunch of others, and and again, the uh, the members name them uh, for, for a variety of reasons. But yeah, glad you love them. 
Yeah, they're they're really cool. Like uh, and uh, like, uh, do you have uh, any statistics? Like how many how many people own a Solana white whale right now? Uh, so Solana, let's see. So it looks like there's three of those that have sold. Now remember, we're a relatively smaller community. Um, so the you have to be whitelisted. You have to be a member of our community to be able to mint these. So um, anyone else that lands on this page and is wondering why the gas fees are you know ten twenty thousand dollars, it's because the contract is just going to air out and, and not allow you to do anything. Um, but no, the uh, you can buy them on OpenSeas. Uh, we do have a number of members. Uh, we only sell to our members, so our members will relist on OpenSeas. Uh, I think the floor price is still sitting right around 2 ETH right now. Um, but you know, it is, it, it gives you quite a bit of access to a number of things that we're doing. Um, you know, we're extremely active community and, and just like yourself, we're, we're looking for, uh, we're looking for alpha, we're looking for opportunities and, and a lot of growth here in, uh, the web three. Well, area. um, the Y whale NFT is safe in my wallet. Um, you can check my history. I, I very rarely sell anything. <laughs> so even online, like on Twitter, I'm known as NFT underscore collector. Um, I'm collect. I collect. I don't. I don't flip. So good. Um, and again, I'll definitely uh, ch- check out the community with with my with my new NFT. <laughs> Absolutely, sir. Well, fabulous. Well, thank you so much for your time. Um, again, uh, how how can people reach you? Where where should they go when they want to learn more about Skinflip? Um, well, uh, uh, we have a website, so Skinflip.net. This is at the moment is totally to- devoted toward to the NFT mint. We have up- upcoming. Uh, there's a lot, there's a light paper go over, over there's also a roadmap and our discord and Twitter, um, social media channels are also on the, on the website. So, uh, check us out. Um, I'm also available, um, at info at skinfilm.net, uh, the email. So any questions, uh, we'd love to, to hear you out, uh, join our community game, join our community. That's it. Fabulous. All right. Uh, Hang on one second here. And and again, thank you uh, to everyone for watching. And that's Skinflip and uh, Lada. Why Whales was founded in 2021 by Jay Steinbach, a passionate entrepreneur and business owner with the purpose of bringing YPO and YNG members together in the cryptoverse. Why Whales is a collaborative and confidential community centered around cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology an exclusive crypto hub of more than 600 members. To be notified when we release new content, please subscribe to our show in your preferred listening app. For more information, visit www.ywhales.com. YWhales is not affiliated with YPO, but at this time only allow for YPO, YPO Gold, and YNG members due to privacy and confidentiality. Support and production for today's episode was done by Truthwork Media. Nothing in the podcast constitutes professional and or financial advice, nor does any information on the podcast constitute a comprehensive or complete statement of the matters discussed or the law relating thereto.